ladies and gentlemen, is your man Darren Tremont, aka Tremont. And this is officially the second episode of I Am Tremont. So, you guys, today we're going to talk about something that's personal. Um, my main goal of this podcast, I want to talk to you more than just a fan or supporter. I want to talk to you as a person. And, um, and I'm not ashamed to share my life with you guys. Uh, you know, I don't want people always look at me as the actor. I want people to look at me as like Darren's willing to talk about any and everything when the opportunity comes. So this episode is, is about black men mental health, why I think about it, um, how I feel about it, uh, especially as a person who, sh- who struggles behind closed doors. Um, so this is basically my story. So little less than a week ago, um, last Tuesday and last Wednesday, I had basically a social media breakdown on Facebook Live. And I'm not ashamed to talk about it. This, by me talking about this, I want somebody to realize that it takes strength and it's a process. Um, I was on live, basically having a bad breakdown. Uh, drinking and just pretty much just expressing my way because as a man, as a black man, we we was raised and told to put things under the rug or just forget about anything, you know. And that's a lot. That's a burden, especially like just like I said, that's that's a lot for a black male to go through because it's okay not to be strong. It's okay to show emotion. But the thing with, especially with our generation, probably past generations also, if you show any emotion thing, you determine weak, not trustworthy. And I, I wish that stigma would be broken and, and go away because for somebody else, that can, that can do a lot. If, if somebody can't open up those thoughts can legit hurt a person mentally and physically. So anyway, back to the story, uh, I had a bad breakdown because I felt like I wasn't worthy. I felt like I wasn't a man. And I know you're probably asking, well, Darren, how could you feel like this when you're producing skits and you, you, you started a podcast and you, you, you speak life into other people that's the thing. I was doing that towards other people. I wasn't doing that for myself. Uh, I was always second guessing myself, always doubting myself. I always spoke negative to myself. I had self hate. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for a person who who take modeling pictures and put out skits of him laughing, so um, I was I always had self hate. I'd never been comfortable in my skin. Probably around my 21st birthday, I was slowly getting into that. Um, but I've never been the type of person who was comfortable in the skin. And for me not able to talk to someone about that, those thoughts will continue to take over. And uh, it was just, it, so I still had that video. And sometimes I watch it back. Uh, I'm, do I still feel like that person I was on that video? No, not no more. Is that person still in me? Of course, because it's a fight and I have to overcome it. But I can't 
sit and say, I want to overcome it and don't put action to what I see. Uh, so I took that bold ch- chance and choice to, to go to counseling. And, and that's another thing that people feel like, oh, counseling is for bad, for crazy people. No, counseling can really help somebody. Uh, I just thank God that my situation isn't as bad. For the people who know me, growing up, I had bad depression. Bad depression, like self-hate. I tried to commit suicide. I attempted suicide multiple times in my life because it was a piece of me who wanted love from other people. Only because I am a rape victim. I was molested at the age of six years old. Uh, I know I'm probably receive a lot of phone calls from certain family members, but by not able to open up and telling people that you the that that innocent little kid in you would still be sick for the attention you wish you had when that moment happened. So I used to do things. I admit, used to I used to seek for attention when I was in high school and in middle school because I I always carried that burden on me and I started hanging myself and blaming myself for that and for the people who who could relate to me let me tell you something it's something I learned really quick after after my breakdown last week don't hold the blame on yourself it's not your fault if you start hanging yourself as a victim of who have self-hate don't hate yourself because of that reason don't hate yourself at all because at the end of the day, your life matters and you matter. So by you hang yourself, you getting the person who got you in that, pl- that place and mentally, you land them win and you're stronger than that. Um, when I say I learned it over the years, that's the main reason why I, I, I stopped attempting to commit suicide. I stopped. It wasn't worth it. Got good, got good. That's why I'm a huge advocate now to go get counseling, even when you feel like you're in a good spot. Good, good, good. But when I started slowly taking the entertainment lifespan and speaking life into other people, I realized I was still losing myself because it went from suicide to self-hate. You guys, it was times when I used to look in the mirror and couldn't even look at myself because I felt like I wasn't attractive. I hate looking at myself. Uh, it it was terrible. I was I was in a bad spot, and last week was just just a prime example of what happens when you don't open up to people. And um uh, and and it just made me wonder who else been in that position just like me, you know. Um, and the only reason why I'm able to speak like this the way I am, because right after the last breakdown Wednesday night, I hopped on a zoom call with my church uh, and just speak neighbor just speaking life into me um major shout out to mama ann uh quita dg brie miss andrew if you guys listen to this they sobered me up real quick because i had to realize i can't fight battles without god i can't i gotta be obedient to him i have to pray to him and just trust him and also well work behind your faith and your prayer is dead so i had to make that decision will i just continue to go down this circle and continue to go down this path or do i want change 
yeah, so I wanted change. I prayed, repented, asked God for help me, and I started writing. I started thinking, and that's another thing, you guys, negative thoughts. When you say, even when you're just playing around, oh, I'm, never, I'm not going to do that. Negative thoughts does come to reality. The power of the tongue is real, you guys. So now I started writing, I will, and I am. I will. I will be better. I, I am a better Darren. I am a better Darren Tremont. I am an actor. I will be a big actor. Things like that. I will be an advocate for mental health. And, you know, you guys, it's, it's, it's a process. And that's why I'm proudly to speak out. I know people going to be like, well, then you just had a breakdown last week, but now you're trying to give advice. Yeah, I am. I am trying to give advice. Because what I felt last week, even though I was drunk, what I felt, I won't wish that on my worst enemy. I don't. And I had to educate myself before I could even speak to you guys about this. And uh, I did a little research. This article I read, it's now, mind you, it came out in 2018. That's three years ago, you guys. 2018. Now, I just want you to have this in your mind. If these numbers are telling you this in this article from 2018, just imagine what's the numbers now. So I read this article and it, it was just getting different numbers between different stages of, of black men and women mental health. And this, this, this part right here really stood out a lot to me. It said blacks and African-Americans are less likely than white people to die from suicide at all ages. However, Black and African-American teenagers are more likely to attempt suicide than white teenagers. And now, African-Americans, 9.8% versus Caucasian, 6.1%. Now, that was 2018, you guys. Now, imagine... Just imagine the numbers now with this pandemic or self-hate. People getting people feel like they've been done wrong over the years. Just just think about that, you guys. You know. That hit me. That hit me. In 2018, I tried something. So I was part of this number. 2018. I took feels. It wasn't on purpose. It wasn't at all. But I had to realize what I was going through and by me taking pills to help myself go to sleep, I could have overdosed and that could have been suicide. You know what I mean? Um, so to hear those numbers, it hurts. Mental health is real, you guys. It's real. And we got to take away the stigma that black men can't get help. Black men can't show their emotions. We had to take that and throw that out the window. That was another reason why I had my breaking point. Because I felt like if I talked to someone, I would be weak. Not knowing I was weak. By not talking to anyone, not picking up the phone to call anyone, by 
instead of praying, like, and, and, you know, I'm not to mean to throw religion on anyone, but I am a proud believer of God and a proud believer of Jesus Christ. But not going to them, that was a problem too. But if you ever feel like you don't mean nothing, or if you, even if you're not on a suicide level, if you just feel like in the head span, you always thinking negative, or you got to go to drugs or alcohol to, to take away the thoughts, I please recommend you to go counseling. That's because your mental health is everything. It don't matter who it is. I don't care if it's a brother, sister, father, mother, girlfriend, cousin. It don't matter. Your mental health comes first because mental health is something that we all take for granted. We do. We do. Bipolar disease. And, and social media make a joke about that. Depression. All those things, you guys, it can take a life away. Just like it, like a snap. It can take it away. And just and just to sit back and think about my experiences. I could be dead right now. I could be dead right now. I could be presented as crazy. You know, I'm not really worried about that part. But things like that is reason why people don't take mental health serious. They don't. And and today is the day we make a change about that. We are the generation to fix that. I feel like if more people go get counseling, it'll be the best thing ever. Even if you don't even feel yourself depressed, everybody needs someone to talk to. Everyone. This next thing, uh, I want you to guys to hear from the same article. It said, adults Adult Blacks and African Americans are more likely to have feelings of sadness and worthlessness than adult whites. And, and you're probably like, what that mean? It's crazy because more Black people feel worthless. Basically, there's an article saying Black people feel worthless compared to white. Do I agree with that? Yes. Look at the way the world is now. Look at all these ruthless killings going on in the world. They present, they present in the media that we are worthless. To some people, we're going to start believing that. I was one of the people who believed that. So I know if I'm one or one person feeling like this. I'm one of those people who feel like this. I know many people are feeling like this too. You know. Caucasians are quicker to go get help. Caucasians are quicker to uplift each other. Us, you know, it, it, it's it's rough. It's rough out there for us. It's hard. Because the day we decide to make a change or get some help, we are presented as weak. I know I keep saying that over and over and over again. 
But listen to this. If you know somebody is struggling with mental health issues, please, please, you guys, don't ever present them as crazy or weak. They're not weak. They're not crazy. They are somebody who is struggling and they need help. They need help. That's all. And that's, that's the thing. We need help. We need to talk. We need to uplift each other. We need to have accountability. Something that I took for granted. Accountability will help you out so much in the long run. You guys, you know. And I just sit back and think more about my story, you guys. Like, my life. I know I smile, try to exit. I know I'm so desperate for the people who know my Facebook I'd be longing for a relationship with someone but if you understand my story you will understand wow he really overcame a lot that's why he be depressed sometimes you know uh, I, I, I hide back a lot of stuff you know my sister passed away April the 27th of 2011 it will be a decade my sister died right next to me right next to me she was on hospice care Uh, so well I was a little kid at the time but my family they knew it was coming but they know when but as a little kid at the time your sister died next to you you know as a 21 year old man yes I have to be strong for my mom's sake but honestly I'm I'm not truly over that I'm not saying and then I would never be over that. It's my sister, of course, but like emotional wise, that's a burden that I never talk about. Again, me being molested at six years old, what they gonna know now when they listen to this, my my parents don't know that. I know I told, uh, it's a few amount of people I told that to, and I did tell them that my parents knew. I just said that because I didn't want my parents to know about it because I ain't have time about well, who was it, who did it, who did this, who did that. But that happens to me when you carry that burden for so many years. A part of you gonna start longing for people. You might act out. You might you trying to find ways to keep people around because you don't want nobody to feel like how you felt when you was taking advantage. Wow. Bully growing up. You know, oh, looking like, oh, you're a nerd. Oh, are you extra? Things like that. So those things right there can contribute to mental illness. I don't want to self-diagnose myself, but I think all those things combined gave me bipolar depression. And not to give you like the full definition, because I don't want to misquote myself or anything. I don't want to give you the wrong definition out there, but personally, I believe bipolar depression is when you can get sad out of nowhere. It'd be the smallest things. I could be so happy, but if anything triggers a bad memory, I'm done for the day. I'm depressed. Uh, I don't want to be bothering nobody or anything. That's a main reason why I wanted to talk about mental illness black men mental health on this podcast because by me speaking out 
it might be someone. I don't care if you don't. I don't care if you reach out to nobody, but I know it's one person. It's one person that the power can relate to this, and they're gonna realize he's strong enough to tell everyone that this is what he struggled with, but he's willing to make a change about it. I can do the same thing. Yes, I told you, I gave you a background of the numbers from an article from three years ago. I still want you guys to remember that. Three years ago. And usually in 2021, it should it should kind of expand your thoughts to, okay, if those are the numbers in 2018, it's 2021, especially after this pandemic, let me be a person who can help someone who, who might be dealing with something. So I want to put out a challenge right now. A challenge. You don't have to tell me you've done it. If you do, you can, you, you're more than welcome to. But I want you to pick three people. Three people you care about, you love about, and just ask them how they're doing and check up on them. And I promise you, that will make somebody's day. Because it was times when my phone didn't pick up and ring and I felt like I wasn't enough for nobody. So I want you guys to make a change right now. And would this be the last time I talk about black men mental health? Not at all. I'm going to continue to talk about it. I'm going to continue to talk about my story. I'm actually going to talk about when, when I finally start my counseling session, sessions. And I'm going to take you guys on that journey with me. My main goal as an actor, a blogger, a, a podcaster, everything to bring you guys along the journey so you can understand me. Why why, why is Darren like this? No, why is Darren Farley? We're not going to go about Darren Tremont. Why is Darren Farley? It's the man that he is. So you guys, I know this, this kind of was a short episode, but I promise you it's more coming. Mental health is real. Mental... Man, you guys, it's it's real. So let's be the generation. Let's be the change. Let's start right now. Let's be the change and put more awareness towards mental health. My name is Darren Tremont. If you want to reach out to me and hear more about my story, and if you want to get a little advice from me from the things I learned so far, you can find me on Instagram at Vibing with the 90s, or you can message me on my personal Facebook, Darren Tremont. It was an honor talking to you guys, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.